Hi, and welcome to My First Fantasy. I'm your host, Josh. You can hit us up on Twitter at MyFirstFantasy1. Uh, it's just me today. I am flying solo. Burtz was unable to make it. Um, it is about time that I picked up a bit of slack. I have had taken about three odd weeks, I think, off the podcast. Uh, some of that was traveling through Australia. And we happened to leave on a Sunday and, and get back on a Tuesday. So it was roughly three weeks worth that we were gone. So anyway, it's good to be back. And um, one important thing that I I missed in my time off is uh, the guys called the episode finals. I will let them know that in North America, it's the playoffs. The finals is the, the last game. Such a weird system though, because the entire world uses finals and has things like semi-finals, quarter-finals. Maybe people will understand that, but uh, I've run across a few people that the term that they've heard their entire life is the only term and they will not listen to any similes or um, synonyms even. even. Um, yeah, similes is not quite the right word there. Synonyms. And yeah, they uh, they don't appreciate when you don't get it right. As someone who's recently emigrated to, uh, to to Canada, I can vouch for that. Anyway, playoffs week two for our league. Um, I think majority of people have the same setup. You will have hopefully survived the first week. Uh, I did not. Oh, I, it's yet to be seen, but I probably will not unless something crazy happens today. Um, maybe Marshan actually gets some fucking goals, for instance. Um, but yeah, this is this is the serious end. Um, obviously, it's going to be very important to get in to get the games played this week. It's super tough as well. Um, when I get through the schedule, you'll see why. Um, and you can't really leave anything on the table, so it's time to start getting rid of any player that isn't offering you enough value if it's not going to get you the win just get rid of them pick up a streamer um even someone who is just slightly better might be might be worth it uh, or slightly more consistent i should say at the moment is probably worth it more than a streaky or downwards trending player like you've, you've got to give it your all uh this week if you haven't already last week and um, yeah, got to make it through. <clears throat> so looking at the schedule, it is back to a bit more of a typical setup. It's very busy Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, super, super heavy night. So we've got the four off nights on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Um, yeah, like I said, only two teams miss out on a game on, on the Saturday. So that means that you really are going to be benching people and you need to focus on the off nights. That being said, Wednesday only four teams play, Friday only six teams play. Um, so it's going to be really hard, tough to find a good team, um, a good stream and a good team to pick up, to pick from. It, And you'll really want to do that early especially for things like back-to-back goalie streams. Um, yeah, they're, they're super rare this week. Um, so you have to be on top of it. You have to probably be more informed than everybody else in your league. 
So we are very lucky this week with the schedule. There's lots of teams having um, four games. So the, there's a lot of teams you can potentially pick up a streamer from. But like I mentioned, the off nights are um, pretty light on. So you're going to want to kind of focus on a couple of teams. I'll read through that shortly and we'll touch on those again. But in terms of the teams that have four games this week, we have Arizona, who have three off nights, Boston, one off night, Calgary, one off night, Carolina, one off night, Chicago, two off nights, Colorado, four off nights, so the perfect, uh, or quote-unquote perfect week. Detroit, one off night, Florida, one off night, Nashville, one off night, Ottawa, one off night, Pittsburgh, two off nights, Blues, one off night, Maple Leafs, one off night, Vancouver, one off night. Uh, we have a lot, every other team has three games, uh, but I just wanted to call out the fact that the Oilers and LA both have two off nights, um, so they may be worth a look. Hell, even Buffalo, who has one, Columbus have one, New Jersey have one, Islands have one, and San Jose have one. Because you, the off nights are so light, you may need to look at maybe a team that has only the three games, but at least gives you the off night. Um, just something to keep in mind, but we will focus... Oh, we, I will focus on the um, ga- teams that have four games and the most off nights, that being Arizona, Chicago, Colorado, and Pittsburgh. In terms of injuries, there, there's been a lot happening at the moment. Uh, we haven't quite seen people get rested yet. We've seen a few people come back. Um, some rumblings of people coming back. I think John Carlson is probably right up there. He may come back very, very soon. Um, so if if you want to sh- to pick him up um, because he's been dropped to a waiver wire, maybe it's this week, but considering the Capitals only have the heavy nights, it may not be all that helpful, um, though he's a proven commodity. Um, in terms of actual notable um, injuries... Carolina's goalie situation is a little bit touch and go um, with Antiranta out, but they've been doing okay without him. Um, Colorado is expecting uh, Landis Gog not to come back, so if you're holding him in an IR spot, I would suggest just drop him. That There's no point having him there if you can put someone who's day to day or or out and only gets only misses you one game potentially or um is designated as that but comes in this week um that that spot's just better for someone else rather than holding on to landerskill who will not play um outside of that geez i see a few names that hurt me this week but they're not super streamer worthy mason marchman being one of them Kevin Fiala still listed as day-to-day. He's been day-to-day for uh, quite a while and he just keeps getting changed out. I would just hold him in your IR until you see him as healthy. Just don't take the risk that he's... Don't expect him to actually play. Uh, 
Montreal has pretty much put everybody on their injured list right now. I don't think there's really anyone left except uh, Nick Suzuki. <laughs> Conversely, New York Rangers only have a single person on their injury list, which is just like the perfect spot to be in in the last few weeks before uh, playoffs, real playoffs. Um, Jeff uh, Petri day-to-day -day as well was a is a big one he's usually a fairly solid stream and i will be talking about pittsburgh so just wanted to touch on him goalie situation in toronto is also a bit interesting uh, matt murray was injured now samsonov is injured they've called up a third stringer just in case so yeah there's a there's a bit happening uh vancouver seemed to have just been hit by a bunch of injuries as well they're pretty much I would say season over but for some reason they thought they might be able to compete I don't know they had such a weird fucking trade period anyway uh, that's pretty much it I, I don't really want to go through the injury list because you can look that up on your own time and, and see where a player sits for day to day or um, IR's uh, designation so going into Arizona, uh, they have the, the three off night, so very good team to stream. It is worth noting that two of their games are against Colorado. That's why the two Colorado and Arizona have such a good uh, week together. Uh, they also have another, <laughs> another game against the Oilers and Winnipeg. So Arizona may not get you lots of uh, wins, but... Uh, they have been pretty solid. There's been some solid players lately. I think Clayton Keller, who's uh, just go check at 85%, he's been phenomenal. Um, just yeah, get, doing doing absolutely everything he's got in seven games. Oh, sorry, eight games. So the, over the last two weeks, he has a massive 16 points, seven goals, nine assists. Three of those coming on the power play. Uh, there was a shorthanded goal in there. Uh, and a game winner all of that from 24 shots one hit and eight blocks so yeah massive amount of fantasy points right there uh, especially if you reward uh, shorthanded goals like we do and game winning goals yeah we I've told the guys that I think their points spread for a shorthanded goal is far too generous uh, you get one of those you get a shorthanded point on top of the goal and on top of the shot it becomes this like massive amount of fantasy points haul uh, which just completely blows a player out of the water I feel moving on um, in terms of other potential streamers at Arizona a lot of people have jumped onto a guy I've never heard of in Barrett Hayton he's 26% rostered in his last eight games, he has got four goals and eight assists. Um, he does have some PMs at six of them. Four of his points coming on the power play. Uh, again, he's managed to get some a shorthanded point and game-winning goal. Uh, but he's done all of that from 23 shots, six hits, and three blocks. So he's doing a little bit as well um, in the games. But, geez, the amount of points coming out of Arizona right now is crazy. Another one I'd never really heard of, Yuso Velamaki, um, defender, 13% owned. 
one goal, eight assists in eight games, eight PIMs. He also has a game-winning goal, all from 17 shots, nine hits, and 21 blocks. That's the key there for him. Uh, it means that he has a pretty good floor at the moment, and the upside is all of the points. Yeah, go, going down this list, you, you're getting points from Travis Boyd, who's center right wing, Jack McBain, center, uh, Mateus McKelly. Like these are all getting roughly point per game at the moment at Arizona. They're just they're doing absolutely everything they can to get goals and point and assists. Like it's it's absolutely crazy. Lawson Kraus, left wing, right wing. Personally, I would recommend picking him up. Twenty-two percent owned, two goals, four assists. So he's not he's not as high as some of these guys, but he's a bit more of a known commodity, um, and he's on the power play as well. Twenty twenty shots, twenty-three hits, and three blocks in in those eight games as well. Uh, Nick Schmaltz is fairly lower in the list he's obviously not had as many games he's only had five um, but he does have 23 points so yeah not too bad at all um, so in those five games he has five points magically fucking Arizona right now that's three goals two assists one coming from the power play all from 10 shots and one hit five blocks definitely worth a look as well Jesus, I feel like you just pick it at random at Arizona right now, and one of them's getting, they're getting either getting you some assists or getting you some goals, and they seem to all be collectively hitting and blocking and and doing a bit off the park. So, yeah, just I would probably have a good look here because of the availability. If you want trusted and um. What do you call it? reliability? That's a bit tough outside of I feel Lawson Kraus and Nick Schmaltz. Um, but yeah, like I said, people have been jumping on Barrett Hayton and Uzo Valamaki. Moving on to Chicago. Uh, Chicago also has been getting a few goals lately. Um, especially from some names you don't know because they don't really have much left that um, is worth talking about, I guess, in terms of names. Like, uh, sure, Seth Jones is still there. you still got Andrea Athanasu, Athanasio. Athan Fuck. I knew I was going to get that one wrong. Um, amongst a few others that are usually worth mentioning, but all of the the points and the goals are coming from guys like Taylor Radish, Boris Katchok, Joey Anderson, Jared Tenorti, um, and so on down that list. In turn, in, in fact, Taylor Radish in his last seven games has six goals, one assist, two coming from the power play, all from 15 shots on goal, six hits and five blocks. So he's getting you a hit and a block a game, roughly. He's getting you two shots a game and he's getting you a point a game right now uh, probably a great look 4% owned left wing right wing always nice to have that dual eligibility um, I would not go for 
the others who are 0% and 1% owned from there. Uh, you could have a look at Seth Jones simply because he is a bit more of a known commodity, but I think he is phoning it in like most of the uh, quote-unquote veterans there that are left. Moving to Colorado, uh, things get a bit interesting here. Obviously, the, the highest performers are heavily owned. Fucking Cal McCarr. The fuck? He's probably single-handedly destroyed my week this week, hence my annoyance at seeing his name at the top here. Dude has 13, 13 assists in eight games. Like, fuck off. Anyway, moving to streaming players. Uh, Valerie Nutrushkin, 78% owned. Three goals, seven assists in eight games. Three of those coming from the power play, all from 20, 20 shots on goal, uh, with eight hits and three blocks. So he's getting you a hit. He's getting you over two shots a game, um, and currently over point per game pace for the week. I do like the fact that he's getting uh, a lot of power play points too. Outside of that, Arturi Lekkonen is out. Um, I would love to have said his name um, here. In fact, I'll just have a quick conf confirmation of his outlook. Uh, April 11, he's gone. Don't don't bother trying to pick him up. Don't expect him to come back. He's he's out for the rest of the regular season. Um, oops, wrong tab. Samuel Gerard, um, he's a guy that I have mentioned, I think, previously. If not, if I haven't mentioned him, then I've definitely thought about him in the last couple of weeks. And 26% owned. His last eight games, he's gotten three assists. One of those coming on the power play. Got 13 shots, one hit and 14 blocks. Uh, the blocks are great. The shots are, are pretty decent for a defenseman. And the fact that he has the, the three assists is quite nice. Um, probably not as high a production as you would probably like. Um, maybe a couple more points in there would be really nice or even a few more hits to go with those blocks. But uh, I think he's a fairly solid stream right there. Likewise, Evan Rodriguez, center, left wing, right wing, tri-eligible is fucking lovely for a streamer. 23% owned. Two goals, three assists. He does have four PIMs if that's positive for you. Great. All from 19 shots. He has four hits and seven blocks. So he's getting you close to a block a game, which is nice. And yeah, there's a decent number of shots too. You know, Nathan McKinnon with fucking 35 shots. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Outside of that, you could look at the likes of oh, Bowen Byram. He has some negative PIMs. Oh, negative for us in our league. I, I keep forgetting, but yeah, 11 PIMs in his last eight games, which is not good for our league, but for your league, maybe a massive positive. He's 63% owned. He's got two goals, one assist. One of those coming from the power play, so he's getting some power play time, which is fantastic. Uh, 13 shots. 23 hits and 4 blocks. So Bowen Byram, I'd like to say he's fully back. Maybe maybe he's not, um, but 
it, it would be uh, great to at least think that he is close to his uh, to his best prior to his concussions. He's yeah, wow. Their second power play unit right now in Colorado is Evan Rodriguez, Alex Newhook, Bowen Byram, Samuel Gerard, and Devin Tays. Three defensemen on power play unit. That's that's fucking crazy. But their first power play unit is pretty stacked with Nishushkin, Comfer, Rantanen, McKinnon, and Cal McCarr. And it's getting shit done. So, Well, both of them are getting shit done. So, can't complain. Um, that's probably all I would recommend. JT Comfer, I would love to say go pick him up. Um, but he's not really getting the production that you would want. He is currently in centering that second line with Nachushkin, Dennis Malgan of, of all people. Um, yeah, it's just not, it doesn't seem to be clicking for him personally, even if the others are getting a, a bit to happen. And he seems to be missing out on the power play points as well. So don't know what's quite going on there. Um, He, if he starts to produce, maybe he's worth a look, but I, I don't think you'll have the time this week to sort of sit back and, and look. You can take the punt if you like, but I feel he's a little bit risky. Moving to our last team in Pittsburgh. Um, the top is heavily owned, and it's sort of... Yeah, even even going down the list, it gets a bit tough. Ricky Racks is probably the best option at sixty nine percent owned. Nice. Uh, left wing, right wing. He is uh, currently sitting on doo -doo 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 -doo, the top line on the right side, and he is also on the first power play unit. Fan fucking fantastic. Three goals, four assists in seven games, so point a game. One of those coming from the power play. 24 shots on goal, 24 hits. Jesus, 24 hits and six blocks. Okay. Good going there, Ricky Racks. 24 hits. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely go there first. If you can't get him, uh, maybe a Jason Zucker. He is... 42% owned, left wing only, currently sitting on the second line and part of the second power play unit. And where is he? Five goals in seven games from 29 shots, 19 hits, even that's nice, and two blocks. So the, as a team, they are shooting the puck a fuckload and... Yeah, they, they're getting a few points for it. It's too bad. I feel like Sidney Crosby has been a bit lackluster, even though he looks good on here. I feel he's not quite been there, but maybe that's just me being salty. Uh, okay, outside of Ricky Racks, Jason Zucker, you could have a look at the likes of... Oh, no, unfortunately, I was going to say Marcus Patterson, but he is day-to-day. -day. Let's have a look at his outlook. Yeah, just listed as day-to-day. -day. So maybe he's back uh, in time. 
just like Jeff Petrie's day to day. And it would be interesting to see who who of those two comes back first. Um, Pedersen is still listed as the top pairing, but obviously he'll probably give that up if uh, if Petrie comes back first, or if he's out, or if obviously Pedersen is out. Um, you could have a look at the likes of Mikhail Grenlin. Um, I don't like his production right now. Is ten percent owns, and I just don't think he's really getting it done. Um, yeah, I would probably stick right there with Ricky Rax, Zucker, and then Marcus Pedersen as a maybe if he comes back. Petri is the other obvious one if he comes back at fifty three percent owns. He's fucking well worth it. Um, I'm sort of surprised he stayed at fifty three percent. Um, he was, he's been solid for me for weeks until he got injured. Okay, I think that's pretty much it for the teams that I was going to chat about. Um, I will quickly have a look at back-to-backs for goalie options. I feel like this is going to be a super tough week for it, though. Um, just you, you kind of have to be first to the um, trade table, or sorry, to the waiver list, whatever you want to call it. The acquisitions list uh, first up Monday Tuesday back to back we've got Calgary who have LA then Anaheim definitely worth targeting here um, LA they're probably going to lose that one regardless of which fucking goalie they have they've just been so inconsistent but you could potentially get the Anaheim game and that one's uh, not bad at all they've ma- they're messing around with who's that top goalie between Vladar and uh, Markstrom but just have a look and try and pick up whoever it is. Uh, also, Detroit have Florida, St. Louis. I wouldn't bother, but if you desperately need to go to the St. Louis game, Florida have Detroit, then Philly. Yep, have a look. See who's who's what's which game Spencer Knight has and probably pick him up. I know that he's heavily owned. It's probably very tough, but just have a look. Um, Ottawa have Pittsburgh, then Boston. I wouldn't bother. They're not going to get a win there. Uh, I mean, maybe they'll surprise you, surprise someone, but yeah, you can you can if you really desperately need one, need a, a start. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, back-to-back, Arizona have Winnipeg Oilers. Fuck no, not worth it in my book. Um, that's the only one. Wednesday, Thursday, there is Pittsburgh have Colorado, Dallas. Oof rough sure you can take the punt if you want um yeah i i fuck dallas is a fairly high scoring team so i wouldn't even want to take it and hope that they that pittsburgh's a better team because you're probably going to get a lot of goals scored that's yeah I, i don't like that one at all thursday friday nothing I told you this is going to be a tough week for goalie back-to-backs. Friday, Saturday, you have Buffalo with New Jersey and the Islanders. Rough again. Uh, Columbus have the Islanders, then Montreal. You could try and grab the Montreal since they're fielding a fucking C team right now. Um, But they're all young players who have nothing... um, Nothing at stake other than trying to prove that they're worth 
uh, getting a, a solid spot next year. So, yeah, they're going to be all out to score anything. Um, in better, better news, there is New Jersey who have Buffalo, Ottawa. Yep, get on that one. Uh, between Vanacek and, holy shit, I have forgotten who the other goalie is at New Jersey. I'm going to go look this up right now. But this is the one I would 100% target. Um, Jesus, this is really annoying me. Uh, it'd probably be Akira Schmid right now because Mackenzie Blackwood is on, is on IR. Yeah, Schmid. Schmid? That's how I'm going to say his name. Uh, Islanders have Columbus Buffalo. Yep. Even Varlamov can't fuck that up. Um, so I would recommend grabbing that one as well. And then that's it for Friday, Saturday. Saturday, Sunday, at least there are a couple options here. We have Boston, who have Tampa Bay, then Carolina. Tough, but you can probably rely upon both Ullmark and Swayman. We don't know who it'll be because they literally change. They go alternate, alternating, so uh, just sort of depends on how the week goes. Carolina, who have Maple Leafs and Boston, again, they're a solid team. You could probably trust them to uh, to get that. Um, let's have a quick look. In terms of the last two weeks. Yeah, it would be Frederick Anderson or Peter Kachekov. Uh, Kachekov isn't too bad. Oof, he's been a bit rough. Yeah. Only one win in his last three, and he's had... He did have a shutout, though, fuck. But eight goals in in three games is not great for fantasy. Uh, Chicago have Minnesota-Vancouver. You could do the, Minis- the Vancouver game if you're desperate. Uh, Nashville have Seattle, then the Maple Leafs. Um, I wouldn't bother. St. Louis have Anaheim, LA. You could grab the Anaheim game if you're desperate. Maple Leafs have Carolina, Nashville. Um, Nashville would be a great one to target. Just have a look at what's happening with their goalie goalie injury situation there. Vancouver have Dallas, Chicago. You could grab Chicago if you feel that Vancouver's better. Um, I think it's Halak. Is it? Fuck. I've I've lost touch with uh, <laughs> some of these, or I've uh, put them out of my brain. I feel I used to know this stuff off the top of my head. No, it would have been Spencer Mar- Spencer Martin recently, but um, it's actually been Artis Silovs. I don't know who the fuck that is. Um, he does have a win though from one game, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't actually target that one at all. LA have Winnipeg, St. Louis. Yep, go to the St. Louis game. Um, it'll be out of Copley and Corpusalo. Just have a look. Uh, and that's it. So, yeah, there's not a fucking lot of good back to back goalie options. Just gonna have to try your best and, and see what happens. Um, yeah. 
I think that's pretty much it for this week. Um, I'd love to give some better good news. I think there's enough streaming options out there that you can get some good good players. Um, just be super aware of those heavy nights. If anyone sits on your bench for all three, they're fucking gone. Like there is no point of having any player who you would sit on your bench for the three heavy nights. Get rid of them for someone who is getting you going to get you some off nights. Um, yeah, even if it's one of the teams that plays three games but gets you two off nights, fucking do it. This is this is not a week to have a player not give you a single fantasy point. That's probably the best advice I can give to anyone still left. It won't be myself. Um, but trust me, I pretty much destroyed my team this week trying to win with goalie streams and everything else. So um, I do take my own advice when I have to. On that note, uh, hit us up on Twitter if you think we're absolute fantasy idiots. Uh, if you have anything you want to Correct me on my uh, pronunciation, please. I know I get names wrong. I don't see enough of the games to hear commentators say say names. And sometimes I get a mental block where I, I've heard a name said wrong once and then I keep saying it wrong. But whatever. Uh, it's on me to get that right. But I'm, I'm happy to hear feedback if uh, someone knows I'm doing something. Uh, likewise, I'm sure... Burts won't be that upset either if he <laughs> gets told he's getting things wrong like <coughs> finals instead of playoffs um, yeah other than that we'll hopefully get together for the last week um, next weekend if not we will play it by ear and see who gets the, the lucky gig of uh, giving you all the, the last round uh, that's us this puck for another week and thanks for listening <laughs>